Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers, you are very welcome. Please adjust your settings by using the top or the bottom menu. Use the words advanced or higher quality. If your video is streaming in 360 or something low quality, you can bump it up to 720 or 1080p so that you have a clear picture to work with. Today, I am starting a new series at the Lord's instruction and request, and that series will be called Aliens or Fallen or something close to it. I'll come up with a topic. I'll come up with a topic heading for it once I build up enough videos and I will start a playlist so that if you're new to this channel or even if you're old with the channel, you've been here for six months or longer, you can go to that playlist and find out more about the things that the Lord is warning Christians and non-Christians will be coming upon this earth in the future. I can't necessarily say the near future because I have no exact timing for these things. However, I know, especially in the last few days, with the urgency with which the Lord has been addressing me on this topic, I now understand that this topic is extremely important to all of us. It's important to the Lord and therefore it should be important to us. And the Lord wants me to speak candidly and also freely about the things that he has shown me over the past, I would say for this topic, it's been maybe six or seven years. So today's prophecy is called UFOs and aliens, the little men walking on the sky. And I received this prophecy on January the 23rd, 2016. Now, because the Lord has instructed me to speak freely, that of course is going to reveal a little bit more about myself. And so I will say that when the Lord first started speaking about this particular branch of Christianity, for it is a branch of Christianity, it's a very important branch of Christianity, actually. When he first started to talk to me about it, I would say it was perhaps 2013. So it would be very late 2013 that God brought this thing up. And um, I think it was very wise in the way that the father chose to approach it. He chose to reveal these things, to first start speaking to me about these things at a time period in life where I was not too busy. So I was at a particular juncture in life where I had responsibilities, but those responsibilities, because they were being taken care of in a particular way, they did not necessarily use up a lot of my time. And so I had a lot of time to give over to prayer. I had a lot of time to give over to seeking the Lord. I've already shared that the Lord spoke to me in 2012 and said to me that we are in the last days. And this declaration of the Heavenly Father definitely took I, Celestial, by surprise. I was very shocked. Uh, my heart clenched as anyone's heart would clench because if you're not a person who only reads particular sections of your Bible, but you read all of it for comprehension and for thematic material, you'll understand that the phrase last days is something that's bandied about all the time. Even, even TV uses it. It's always talking about the last days and the days of the apocalypse. And yet in the Bible, this is a period of human history and this is a part of human history um, that is yet to come. And it's a very serious topic. The ancient Christians took the last days, the final times, very seriously. Um, it's been alluded to a lot in scripture by people like Paul. And so this is something, and by the Lord Jesus himself. And so this is something that God definitely wanted and wants all his people to be aware of and focus on. So when the Lord said to me, Celestial, these are the last days. I was deep in prayer, very focused, 
coming out of me, my engine running. And so when the Lord spoke to me, I heard him, but I didn't stop praying. It's not every time the Lord will address you in prayer that it means come to a pause. Many times I'm praying and the Lord is simply giving me information and I'm storing it away and I'm still praying. But then he repeated himself over and over again until he could see that I was not planning to stop the prayer. And he said, these are the last of the last days. After these days, there shall be no more days. And that was guaranteed to scatter the prayer, came to a screeching halt. And I said, Lord, what do you mean? The actual last days? And he said, after these, there shall be no more days. And so that was my introduction into understanding that we are entering the final era of human history, not talking about Mayan calendar or any of the other calendar, not that I'm discrediting what those ancient societies said and believed, but the Lord began to put me into an understanding that life as usual simply could not progress as it was doing for humanity, including myself. So business as usual, life as usual could not continue for this Christian. And it was at that time that the Lord literally took me and plunged me into uh, the proverbial rabbit hole in which I now live all of my life every single day. So when the Lord said to me that these were the last days, right after that, in the years following, he began to progressively reveal to me all the things that you will find on the master's voice. That's when the Lord started to lead me into the understanding that America is mystery Babylon and that his rage and anger against this nation has no boundaries and that he was going to severely punish America to the point of removing America from existence. He began to show me that there are life forms in the heavens and here on the earth that have nothing to do with human beings. So they have nothing to do with God's creation. And as I went through this period of learning these things, I will say this because it may help quite a few people. It was a very stressful time for me. Um, 2013 was the end of 2013, which is when God began this process of really pulling back the veil on who he really is and what really goes on on this earth. It was a very stressful time period for me because first of all, I know the voice of the Lord and there's no way that I'm going to hear the voice of the Lord or I'm going to see visions of the Lord or have dreams of the Lord and then say, I don't believe this. I don't think that this is true. That's one, that's one thing that I think my profession prepared me for. Evidence is evidence. Truth is truth and fact is fact. Things simply are what they are. You know, when you see something and it's there, you can't wish it away. Even though a lot of people practice Christianity that way, they think it's a form of magic whereby we see things that exist and then we try to pretend they're not there and call it faith. That is not what faith is at all. And so I began to see these things of the Lord. He began to pull up a lot of residual knowledge in me. I have shared many of these things in the blog posts. If you are a reader of the blog, you will have a better understanding than someone who simply relies on these videos and think that they're getting everything from these videos. You are not. I always say that if you read the blog, you will build up your understanding brick by brick, and you will have a very, very comprehensive picture of everything that I'm saying. And once you have a better picture, your understanding will lead you to a place of peace as the Lord led me to a place of peace about the things he was showing me. 
God began to expose to me that there were powers at work here on earth that have nothing to do with man powers that actually control the things that man does control the governments, control the nations, control the peoples. And it was, it was an interesting period for me. I'll put it that way. However, knowledge of the Lord and knowledge of how to pray and waiting for him to explain his motivations is what eventually led me to a place of peace. And I'm grateful for that. And so today I continue with something that God, like I said, something I said that God wants us to know. And that is discussing these life forms that we call aliens. These are not actually aliens. I think that this is simply a name that they have adopted for man, probably because man gave them this name. So humanity, uh, since Adam has been given the right to name things. And when we name things, especially when we are dealing with a diabolical intelligence, such as this one, that intelligence will simply repeat back to us what we call it. And so this name alien, it simply means different or other or foreign too. And so if we are man, then looking at these creatures definitely makes them foreign to us. And so they call themselves aliens, but I can promise you that they're nothing more than demonic beings. Interesting thing the Lord said to me this morning is, Celestial, do you know a large percentage of the so-called aliens contain human DNA? So that should be quite an interesting piece of information for those of you who have never heard this in your Orthodox Christianity. This is not taught from any pulpit that I know of, very few said quite a few of these aliens contain human DNA, and that feeds right into what I've spoken about before, which is that a large percentage of these things, because the Lord has shown me that they take humanity from the earth and they harvest genetic material from men and women, genetic reproductive material. So it's not just any kind of genetics that they're taking. They're not just taking hair and skin samples and pieces of a tooth to study it and find out what their composites are. No, they're taking reproductive material. And this should, this should actually not be a surprise to us if you know about the Nephilim, because since time immemorial, Satan has been fascinated with human reproduction. Uh, the angels were not given to lovemaking. They were not given to have progeny, which is children. This is a special privilege and gift that God has set aside only for human beings. That's you out there. If you are a human being, that's me sitting here. Who's definitely a human being made in God's image. Procreation is one of God's greatest gifts to us as people. And Satan has constantly been fascinated with it. Satan is also very interested in corrupting the human image. And this is why these so-called aliens are very interested to steal people. When they steal people, they take the reproductive material and they blend it with themselves. And so I've spoken about the funny looking baby. I'm not talking about the funny looking baby. It's possible to have an alien hybrid that is better looking, smarter, and everything else than a human person. And you will never, ever know that that is a hybrid until the day of the Lord, the day of God's truths coming out, revelation, where there will be such spiritual power at work that these things will be either unable to conceal themselves anymore, or they will be disinterested 
in concealing themselves anymore. They're going to make themselves visible and you're going to find out that that great looking guy that you've been in love with your whole life is not a person. That awesome woman who is the mother of your children is not a human being, which means that all your children contain no nefesh, no spirit that comes from God. You're the only human being in the house and may the Lord help you on that day. So the Lord said that these aliens contain a huge amount of human DNA, which means that they have been blended, but not all of them are like that. Obviously only the hybrid branch is like that. And so as I go through this series, I'm going to be reading what I have put in many of these prophecies, things that the Lord revealed to me, things that he has taught me, things that I physically experienced. And this prophecy is one of those. And so before I started this series, I was very reluctant to talk about these things for, I think, obvious reasons. I've said that this channel is a channel that honors the Lord God. This channel is a channel to give God glory. It's not a place to come and get your alien fix. The center in the heart of all these things is the Lord Jesus Christ. And in fact, if you want to know why the United States of America is going to experience a total overspreading of this alien phenomenon. This is part of the punishment of the United States for loving what God hates. So the verse that he was giving me was just a tiny piece of a larger verse in the book of Daniel. And it says, of the overspreading of abominations, there will be no end. There's a prophecy containing, um, a prophecy I think in the book of Jeremiah where it says that, behold, Babylon shall become a haunt and it shall be a home for every unclean spirit, an unclean bird. And so this is a typification of a nation that becomes a cradle for basically Nafal, the fallen, the typification of a nation that becomes the home for everything unclean, not only natural human sins, like defiling the body and defiling the mind. No, this will become a place where the unclean and the undead will roam. Something that is a haunt is a, is a desolate and destroyed place where the creepy crawlies roam at night. And that will be the fate of the United States of America. Of the overspreading of abominations, there shall be no end. Of the increase of Satan's diabolical schemes, his deception and his wicked plans, even until the very last days of the earth, there will be no end. And so this vision, this was definitely one of the most interactive and expressive and powerful visions that I've ever had of the Lord. It could not be anything else. I do not even want to think that it was one of those in present visions where it feels like I'm literally there. But January 23rd, 2016, I was, it was the middle of the night and I had an appointment that day. And it was a very important appointment and I did not want to miss it. And so for some reason during the night, I kept waking up and checking my phone, checking my phone. Oh, okay. All right. It's just one o'clock. Oh, okay. It's just two o'clock. And so this happened that I woke up and it was, it was pretty close. We we're going to get to morning soon. It was still pitch dark outside. I would say about three thirty, four thirty 30 max still pitch dark outside. And so I, I thought, what's the use of going back to sleep? I'm not going to be able to get much sleep anyway. And so I was sitting, I was sitting, um, I was sitting up. Okay. So I'm sitting up and I'm sitting upright in bed when the roof of the house that I was in, right. Came off. 
So the roof of the house came off completely and I had a double view at the same time. So the double view that I had was I'm sitting and I'm looking up and I can see the entire night sky, the entire night sky that you are able to view, that you would be able to view if the roof of a house came off, I could see it a very wide expanse of sky above me. And at the same time, I had a view that perhaps God would have from looking up down at the house um, with its little rooms like a shoebox and me in the downstairs bedroom sitting up and staring up so I could see up and see the sky and see down and see myself like a little mouse in a shoebox at the same time. And it was such a marvelous experience. It felt like, I guess, how you would feel if you're actually inside Disney, however it feels with all the sparkles and the, and the, whoa, like that, that is what I felt. The roof came off and I was staring in awe at the sky. And what I saw was this, I saw a little man. So I didn't see the man the way you can see me and see, oh, I'm wearing yellow and I'm wearing white, that. I just saw a silhouette. I saw a silhouette of a little man and he was at one corner of the sky. And what he did was he walked across the sky. So I saw this little man walking on the sky. He was not walking in the air as if floating. He was walking on the sky like the sky was a dark blue carpet filled with stars. And he walked from one end of the sky to about three quarters of the sky. And there, there was a spaceship of the old type. So I would put it at 1950s, 1960s. And I have a picture, 1960s, sort of the way aliens were depicted them when they were called Martians. So I saw that there was a small um, flying saucer craft and it was standing on the sky and it had three legs, right? And when he came to the ship, the ship opened up and another little man got out and they stood on the sky talking. So they were talking to one another and they did not fall and they were not floating. The sky was solid under their feet and you can have a picture of what I saw. This was the closest thing to what I could find online to what I saw. That's just a toy or an artifact, but that's what I saw. And then they got back into the craft and the legs of the craft pull, pulled up into the body and it suddenly turned into a large cartoon blimp. So this is something that I have seen that these ships can do. These ships themselves, the, the physical ship, I don't know what happens to the entities inside it when they change, or I don't know if this is just an outward projection of what they can do, but they can change their shape and be anything. Please hear me when I say they can be anything. The entire ship can turn itself into looking like I guess a building or it can turn itself into a picture or it can turn in itself into another type of thing. And what I saw them turning into was huge balloon-like cartoons. This is what they were doing. And all of them looked like from the 1950s. So I saw a kid um, cycling on his bike. I saw as if, as if you have a huge balloon and you blow it up to blimp size of a 1950s kid, blonde kid with a cowlick cycling on his bike. And this filled the sky 
without shame. And I sat on the bed and I was staring at it in the sky and thinking, who will ever believe that I saw this? And then I saw an army of these same little men falling out of the sky with parachutes. So they, they had parachutes and they were coming down like little toy soldiers until the whole sky was aglow with their parachutes. And then the Lord showed me how these craft change shape. So they became a cluster of balloons. I saw the ship turned into many balloons, you know, uh, tied together with string. And then it turned into a woman with a beautiful smile, this smiling woman. And then it turned into a little boy walking his dog. All of these were like 1950s iconographs, 1950s pictures. And the sky was moving behind this shape shifting, almost like I cannot explain it. A rolling backdrop. So if you just want to imagine uh, clouds, you know the way the clouds move and then when you do a time lapse of clouds, how they roll by, just imagine the sky rolling by as the ship is doing all these little tricks in the sky. And with that, hundreds and hundreds of these tiny little men with parachutes are falling down to earth. And when this finally, when this entire production finally stopped, I went, whoa. And then the next thing that the, the Lord showed me was an abduction. So I saw one of these craft come near to a woman's house. So I saw my house with the roof off and me sitting in one little room staring up. And even though when you stare up, you're only supposed to see up, I had a view also from above and I saw a woman's house and her roof came off and she was wearing a nightgown and she was sleeping. And when she woke up because of her roof being removed, a smiling toy nurse was looking over the edge of her house down at her. So a very big nurse, this is how that nurse looked from a long ago time, definitely not how nurses dress now. So that's how the nurse looked. And this nurse was smiling and looking down into, into the house. And the lady did not know if she was awake or asleep and she was smiling at the nurse. And then the nurse leaned over the edge of the house and extended its hand to the woman and me all the way across at my house. I became very upset when I saw this and I began to scream with no idea if this woman would hear me. I began to scream, command it to show you its true shape command it in the name of Jesus, command it to show you what it is. And this nurse took hold of the lady by her shoulder. So it held her with a human hand by the shoulder and began to lift her by the shoulder, much the way cats lift their babies by the neck, began to lift this woman. And I didn't know if the woman heard me, but thank God she heard me because she said she was so sleepy, but she managed to say, I command you to show me your true shape in Jesus name. And the next thing that I hear is I begin to hear this growling, this horrible growling as if you've taken a thousand lions and put them into a metal box and they're gro growling through a radio station frequency. So it sounded as if, you know, when you're trying to tune a radio station and it has that sound and then imagine lions trying to growl through that sound. That is what it sounded like 
coming from this nurse. And all of a sudden, the woman woke up when she heard the nurse making that sound and started screaming. And I started screaming in sympathy with this woman, even though I was all the way at my house, because I could feel that this woman was in pain and I felt very, very bad for her. And then the ship dropped her back into the bed and that abduction was not successful. Now, it lifted the woman only partly out of her house before she said, I command you in Jesus' name. And then it dropped her like a hot potato as that growling was happening. When this woman fell back into her bed, she was totally bald. She had been shaved. She was no longer wearing her nightgown, but she was wearing a, a hospital gown instead. And she had six neat bloodless puncture wounds in her shoulder where the nurse had held her. She was very pale and it was evident she had lost a lot of blood, but she smiled at me and she said, wow, thank you. And then she went back to sleep immediately and the entire vision disappeared from me. And it was through seeing this that the Lord made me understand that this phenomenon that is called abductions, both by those who have experienced it and those who have not experienced it, is very real. The reason that I said that I'm not very comfortable and it's not my favorite to talk about these things is that I've noticed that there are distinct camps in this so-called UFO world. There are people who are scientifically interested in these things because they have seen irrevocable evidence and they have perhaps interviewed enough people to know that this thing is real and that it does happen and that there is no point in ignoring facts or saying that this many people across this many nations spread this far apart in the world who don't know each other, but who keep giving the same kind of accounts. It's, it's highly unintelligent for a person to say, oh, this is real. They're all lying. I don't believe it. That's just, I feel a very lazy person who doesn't actually want to engage in much thought. So there are people who study this from a scientific level because they want to understand what is going on. They can see that there is is phenomena going on in this world, but they don't understand where it's coming from. And then there's the people that this stuff happens to. These people that wake up and when they're brushing their teeth, they can sometimes hear radio stations playing in their ear because something has been put in their teeth or put in their heads that can actually pick up extensive radio frequencies. And so they can hear the radio playing in Kansas when they live in New York. They're disturbed by the things that have been done to their bodies. They're disturbed by the feeling that they have had invasive procedures done to them. And yet they wake up, they don't see any scars on their bodies. That's the first thing, but their psyche is telling them I have been violated. So in the prophecy, the P injectable and portals, the Lord showed me that many, many people have been taken from this earth as a matter of course. And once um, the Lord told me, and it's on the blog somewhere, that these abductions have been taking place ever since there was a civilization called Thrace. So if you look up Thrace, it is thousands and thousands of years old. One of those is one of what we call ancient civilizations. And the Lord had said to me, they've been taking humanity from the earth as far back as Thrace. So this should give you a kind of scope on how long they have been studying us as people, how long they have been taking people to violate them, to take their teeth, take their saliva, take their reproductive organs, and actually sometimes mate themselves with the people, whether scientists, 
scientifically or whether through actual physical intercourse to see what the result and what the breeding outcome will be. So there's people who have actually, the second group, the first group is those who have scientific interest. The second group is, is those who have actually been through this physically and it leaves terrible scars upon the psyche. So if you look at this second group, they will never tell you, oh, I, I hope it happens again, you know, because it was so great the first time. No. In fact, these people become quite quiet. They become very um, weird and odd sometimes. They become very antisocial. Sometimes they move away from society and they live in isolated areas and they become very guarded. There's parts of themselves that they can't share with anyone, especially if these ongo if these abductions tend to be ongoing. And I shared in that portal, that portal, um, prophecy that what the Lord showed me about these creatures is that sometimes when they lock onto an individual who perhaps has the kind of DNA that they like or something, they will keep coming for that person again and again and again until that person is quite old. And this destroys a person's life. This destroys your life if you fall into a sleep and then you get the sleep paralysis and you know the instant you feel your entire body frozen, they're coming for me, they're coming. And then the wall of your house removes as this lady's house roof was removed or they come through the wall and they do this to you until you're old. And when you have children and your children reach a certain age, then they they switch to your children because your children are like a genetic replica of you that's so close to you that they can be, they're just as fine for the ongoing experiments. And so this thing can happen generationally. And this second group is never excited to see this happening. But then there's the third group. This is what the Lord was revealing to me today as I was doing dishes and he was telling me what I would be covering today. This third group is the group from whom I think the majority of people that the Lord has shown me will be deceived when this deception comes to the earth. The group that are going to lose their lives en masse because they think that their sky fathers have come to rescue them and set them free. This group is the group who usually have had no contact with these things. So they've never actually touched you and left the holes in your body. They've not put the radio transmitter in your teeth or in your head or in your knee or in your hip so that even if you move to 20 different locations across the world, they can always find you because that thing is pinging your location for the rest of your life. They have not had their abdomens cut open and their testes or their ovaries affected. They have not had the feeling of perhaps being falsely impregnated and then losing the fetus. And your psyche knows that something major has happened to you, but your brain can't remember it. These people have, this third group, have been watching this on TV and watching this on disinformation sources like the History Channel, which basically tells you nothing. The History Channel simply uh, will tell you the truth in a backward fashion, which is to show you things that are true, but then go, could, could we have come from here? And could, could these huge stones have put themselves one over another? And if you think that these people don't actually know the questions, the answers to these facetious questions that they're asking you, you couldn't be more wrong. And so this third group is waiting with anticipation. This third group is getting deep into the 
study and the hunting down of these things and they're and they're coming together and forming communities and going out into the hills uh, i found this out shockingly um just recently when an ad popped up on my youtube and i saw that people actually make hot cocoa and sandwiches and take blankets and go off into remote areas in groups of 20 or even 50 to spend the entire night uh, chanting mantras and and uh, joining their brain waves together or whatever it is that they say they're doing to call these things and what you don't know is that when you call satan in any form he will answer he will definitely manifest. The problem with Satan is that he is a terrible house guest. He will only come usually when you call him, though he does walk around like a roaring lion seeking whom to devour. The issue is that like a bad house guest, he won't leave. Even if you strongly insist, you will not get rid of him. And so this third group that the Lord was talking to me about are people who don't actually know the danger of messing with these entities and are thinking that they would be so cool to have a meeting with and encounter with, to see them, to actually have them manifest, except that when they manifest, you'll regret it so bad that nothing I can say now prior to this happening would convince many of these people. So if you are a child of God, I pray that you will take heed to what I'm sharing here. The Lord has given me the go ahead to simply share the things that I have seen. Oh, this is the prophecy where the Lord mentioned Thrace. The last thing the Lord told me was that the stealing of human beings from the earth has been taking place ever since there was a civilization called Thrace. Look it up and see how far back that was. This civilization existed before Christ. Let that sink in so you can truly understand what really will be returning to this world. Evil as old as the hills. Evil as old as the sun. Adapting itself across the decades to look like whatever we love and want to see most. May God help his people to truly wake up in these last days. And so this is the prophecy from January 23rd, 2016, UFOs and aliens, the little men walking on the sky, that there are entities that can manifest in the heavenly places and move in ways that are totally contrary to the ability that we as natural man have been given by God. We obviously cannot walk on the sky, on the sky but these entities can walk on the sky, they can rest their spaceships on the sky as if it is a solid thing. I saw them falling to the ground um, in their thousands in little parachutes, which might be literal or might just be a depiction of God showing how many of them have come to the earth already and interfered with human beings through this process called abductions, which is when they remove the roof of people's houses and take them. The Lord allowed me to witness this happening to a person. And it was only because this lady called upon the name of Jesus that the ship manifested its true nature and stopped looking like a friend, stopped looking like a cartoon. I've shared in a previous prophecy that God said, what fellowship has light with dark? And he's speaking directly to the Christians who you've lost your grandmother, you've lost your father, you've lost a loved one, perhaps recently or a long time ago. And though this is painful, we as God's people are supposed to understand that natural life comes to an end 
when it comes to an end. So when these creatures come and they begin to take on forms that are loved by you, how will they know what is loved by you? Because they are able to somehow telepathically access the mind of people, access the heart and the longing of people, they will easily be able to lock onto strong human emotions such as grief. And they will see there was a loved one whose image was like this. And they will simply take on the image of that loved one and then come back to you and you'll be like, mom, is that you? No, it's not your mother. It's an unclean. It's a nafal. It's a fallen. And if you engage with that thing, you are tacitly or overtly giving it the right to interact with you and it will afflict you and it will very likely kill you. So it is up to you to take these warnings of the Lord seriously. This is Celestial with the Master's Voice. Um, please go to themastersvoice.com to read this prophecy. I'll leave it in the drop-down menu below. Um, everything about this ministry, including supporting this ministry, is left in the drop-down menu. I strongly advise that you please spend more time on the blog reading these things. It is necessary for you to read these prophetic words and prophetic revelations for yourself so that you will be able to pray effectively. If you want to know how to pray effectively against some of the things that are being revealed here, it is no different than praying against Satan. These are all manifestations of Satan, so there's not a special key that you need to use. What you need to know is you need to know how to do spiritual warfare for yourself. And if you don't know how to do that, then you need to quickly start to learn that by doing the necessary research on Google. You can easily Google spiritual warfare. You can Google spiritual warfare prayers, and you have to start to learn how to pray defensively because this, oh Jesus, I love you. And I just know that you're just going to cover me. And that's not going to cut it. That's not going to cut it. That's not how you wage warfare against the devil. The devil is ancient. The devil is highly skilled. And therefore, the people of God are supposed to be soldiers and not just think that God is going to do everything for us. So there's absolutely no difference in praying against spiritual wickedness in high places. When the Bible says spiritual wickedness in high places, hello, this is what it is talking about. Literally, the sentence, spiritual wickedness, in high places is referring to things like this. And so if you know how to handle those things from normal scripture, there's no special magic key for learning how to pray against these things and to call the protection of the blood of Jesus and the spirit of the Lord God and the fire of the Holy Ghost and the name of the Lord Jesus to your defense and your family's defense. So thank you to all who support this ministry. God bless you. Um, always check the comment section because sometimes I leave comments there concerning the ministry or concerning the prophecy. And until I see you again, may the Lord bless you and goodbye.